Many museums, galleries, and theaters have released statements about how they plan to fight racial injustice. But writers, visual artists, and performers are demanding more than words. WBEZ's Carrie Shepard talks to Chicago artists and advocates about how this moment can accelerate change. Earlier this month, 30 poets sent a letter to the Chicago-based Poetry Foundation. As poets, we recognize a piece of writing that meets the urgency of its time with the appropriate fire when we see it. And this is not it. Days earlier, the foundation issued what the authors of that letter called a vague statement of solidarity with the black community. In response, the president and board chair resigned. Playwright Ike Holter has seen this before. Protests sparked some awareness, but then... A lot of people get excited after a few protests, and then they get all these books, and they kind of taper out. Holter is an award-winning playwright whose work has been staged across the country, including at Chicago's Goodman and Steppenwolf Theaters. In May, Holter and six others resigned from Victory Garden's playwriting ensemble. The group felt ignored, and in this case, leaving was its own form of protest. So often we're told to stay in difficult systems and and try to fix them and try to get along. But there reaches a point when you, you know, just keep hitting a wall that you have to fess up and say, this is not happening here. And it's okay to leave these situations where you're not being heard. Victory Gardens has since promised an inclusive and equitable search for its new artistic director. Holter is pushing theaters to stay engaged in the fight and actually do something buy this person's work, start a relationship now, because all these theaters are down, but in six months we're going to be back up. And for the first time, what would happen if it was 80% people of color instead of 80% white in a city that is mostly people of color? Angela Oliver knows how the balance tips toward white performers and audiences. Oliver does improv and sketch comedy and has taught at Chicago institutions like Second City. After more than a decade of doing improv in the city where the art form was born, she's often been the only black person on stage. And that can be lonely. It's hard to yes and when your partner is going to lunge some racist attack at you at the sake of them trying to be funny but not funny. Oliver is one of many who's criticized racism and tokenism at both Second City and I.O. Chicago. The longtime owners of both theaters posted apologies online and later left their positions. Oliver says her love of improv pushes her to fix what's wrong from within. I just happen to be a theater nerd. And there are a lot of black theater nerds that are just like, yeah, I know these spaces are racist, but I love this art and I'm going to try to like break down some walls. Angelique Power is optimistic that now is the time to do just that. Power is president of the Field Foundation, whose focus is funding social justice issues and the arts. She says pay close attention to artists' demands. They are using mechanisms of social media to really hold these institutions accountable for the words that they're using in this moment and for what their actions are. And it is creating a tremendously humbling, self-reflective moment. And that is how change always begins. But, Power says, artists can't do it alone. It's for us to do this work as opposed to continuing to put it on artists to lead us to a different place. This is a moment where we understand the default operating system in America is racism. Now what? 
Philanthropic agencies need to fund artists working outside traditional structures. Museums need to expand curatorial powers. Nonprofit boards can't only be open to the wealthy. Audiences need to have a stake in change. Then, artists like Angela Oliver and Ike Holter can do what they do, create. Because as Oliver says, you shouldn't have to fight to do what you love. Carrie Shepard, WBEZ News.